Powered by you. Hello, hello. Listener supported. This is the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive. Answer the call. Well, we are here together on The Inner Life. As always, we like to begin each hour of our Summer Pledge Drive with a memorare. Please pray with me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are on day four of our Summer Pledge Drive, where we're asking you to answer the call with your support of all the great programming and spiritual resources available here on Relevant Radio. You can give online at relevantradio.com on the app or by calling 877-291-0123. Help us bring Christ to the world through the media. And isn't that sorely needed these days? That's what we strive to do here on The Inner Life and indeed on all the programming on Relevant Radio. Your donation in any amount helps us stay on the air and online, and it aids in our efforts to follow wherever the Lord may be leading next. And I have received word we do have matching funds this hour, so any gift you give is automatically doubled. And this just in, we are just $25,000 away from being halfway there. Our total need is $3 million. We are $25,000 away from making it to the $1.5 million mark. So let's see if we can do that during this hour. If you can make a larger gift of $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 or more, all of which are doubled, please do it this hour. We can make it. Again, you can give online at RelevantRadio.com through the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123. We are always grateful for all of our supporters. Thank you. Well, what's your sacrament count at? How many of the seven sacraments have you received? Personally, I'm at five, baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, reconciliation, and matrimony. I'm missing out holy orders and the anointing of the sick. Now, many of you perhaps have received the anointing of the sick, but because it's not as common in the lives of some practicing Catholics like myself, it's more unfamiliar. And that's why today we're focusing in on the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Here to help us become more familiar with the sacrament of healing is our spiritual director, Father Ramil Fajardo. Father Emil serves the Archdiocese of Chicago in a number of ways. He's a resident priest of Holy Name Cathedral, a judge in the Metropolitan Tribunal. He's the director of liturgy and the cardinal's delegate for St. James Chapel, both at the Archbishop Quigley Pastoral Center. And to top it all off, in 2021, Father Pardo was named the rector of the National Shrine of St. Francis Xavier Cabrini. Oh, good morning, Father. I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to run out of breath when I'm introducing you. You have so many roles. <laughs> well, thanks for being well, with us, Father Emil. Good morning, Patrick. It's, as they always say, other duties is required, and it's always about being ready to serve the Lord and his people. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm wondering what was, at the, what was, what was enumerated. I, I, it seems like all of these things might have fallen under other duties as required. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the job description, they warned us. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. Well, as we're talking about, I'm excited to talk with you, Father, about the anointing of the sick. And now it is a sacrament of healing. So let's go back to Jesus and his healings. Um, obviously, this was a staple part of his ministry. It continues to be a staple part of his ministry as he continues his mission through the church. Um, so what, is Je- what do Jesus' healings tell us about who he is and what he's concerned about? Uh, well, it's good that we begin with Jesus as healer, because when we look at, for example, the causes of the saints, for example, that continues to this very day. The Church looks to miraculous healings as a sure way to see our Lord working. So when a person is preparing for you know, beatification or canonization, this, the best way to see it is, is, if God is at work here, it's because of a miraculous healing. It is quantifiable, it is instantaneous, there is absolutely no way science can explain how someone can got healed. So, going back to your question, when you look at scriptures, our Lord talks and does a lot of healing. And as John says in his gospel, if all the books in the world were written, you couldn't contain all the things that he had done. So, in other words, think of all the miracles he did. Mm -hmm. Um, He talked about the Good Samaritan, for example. 
using the example of Good Samaritan, he said, here is what a person who heals like. This is something you can do. What did our Lord do, for example, then? He stretched out his arm, his hand, and he said, I do will it be made clean. Mm-hmm. He also would take uh, a little saliva made, uh, with the mud and smeared it on the eyes of a blind man, and they could see. So in other words, our Lord, not only just using his own divine power, which absolutely n- needs no explanation, I say you are healed, period. Our Lord also insists on using two things, us and the things of this world. So... Mm-hmm. Even material creation is to be used in healing. So totally counterintuitive, but nevertheless, our Lord says, I want you as people to heal. I want nature to heal. Counterintuitive because our Lord says, be made clean, be made clean. You are healed, I heal you. He could have done that, but he wants all of creation involved in that healing. Wow. And uh, what a a fantastic calling it is, too, to see healing. And... I don't know. I mean, some some people definitely have they have experiences of miraculous healings, and specifically, if you do have an experience of this, uh, the uh, a miraculous healing, ones that you would you would term as miraculous, and specifically if it was in and through the administration of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, we'd love to hear from you. Our studio line is triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. Give us a call eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. And uh, as we see this, Father, as we see the healing of Jesus that continues to go on, um, he is so concerned for us. And again, not just our, our souls, although, of course, he is concerned for our souls, but our souls and our bodies as well. And so there is a tie there, isn't there, between the healing of the body and the healing of the soul? Absolutely. Uh, the Second Vatican Council explored the possibility of a greater definition of the sacrament. It, it used to be called the sacrament of extreme unction. And that's where I think a lot of people say they have to be literally taking their last breath and then you call the priest, right? Because it was called right. the extreme unction. Mm. And that's such a misunderstanding of the sacrament. It is, if anyone remembers, the old anointing of the sick meant that you would anoint their senses, anything, those those senses that would be capable of sinning. So, for example, by sight, hearing, smell, taste, speech, touch, walking. So each of those parts of the human body would be touched with the holy oil, anointed with the, with the oil of the sick, right? The oleo infirmorum. And it was misunderstood because it meant that the various parts of the body, you know, were being anointed, and it is also in the sense of the last sacrament that we would be receiving. Mm -hmm. So, again, extreme was being interpreted in English. English is such a curious language for doing theology because it can be twisted, Mm -hmm. you know. So people say an extreme (laughs) unction, a final anointing, the last rites. No, you got to make sure that they're dying. There's a fear that if, if you anoint them, all of a sudden they will die. And it's a very old superstition, unfortunately, because it has placed... The healing aspect of the sacrament and the the uh, the final journey aspect into one of emphasizing death, and right. it's not. It is right. emphasizing life. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Our spiritual director today, Father Ramil Fajardo from the Archdiocese of Chicago, we're talking about the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Do you have questions about the sacrament that, again, may be more unfamiliar to a lot of? Uh, otherwise very much practicing Catholics. Give us a call in our studio line, 888 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149, or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. We're going to take the first of our breaks here uh, coming up right now, but uh, first a, a word and a message from our executive director of Relevant Radio, Father Rocky. We only have the rest of today and tomorrow to reach our need of $3 million. Hi, everyone. This is Father Rocky. And if you haven't had the chance to give yet, consider becoming a member of our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. Our St. Joseph members donate at least $25 a month on a recurring basis. Knowing that, we can count on those gifts every month. Helps us to budget better. You build it into your own budget, we do the same, and everyone's happy. Our St. Joseph Recurring Gifts Society members receive spiritual benefits throughout the year including being remembered in prayer perpetually on the feast days of St. Joseph. You can learn more at relevantradio.com slash Joseph. And we've got a 100% dollar for dollar match this hour. So answer the call and have your gift doubled. 
Giving online is fast, easy, and secure at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or you can call us at 877-291-0123. Hello, hey, it's Glenn hanging out with Patrick for this hour. Uh, Some good news for you here. We're getting really close to the halfway point financially of the Relevant Radio Pledge Drive, that $1.5 million mark. Started the hour at 25,000 to go, got 23,000 still to go with 47 more minutes. But, you know, it all ends tomorrow already at 5 in the afternoon. We need to get to $3 million. So let's take a big bite out of it this hour. Can you help us out? Can you uh, get to that uh, twenty-three grand before the end of the hour? Twenty-three grand more. We make it easy for you with a 100% match. That's in place right now. Your $500 gift is matched with $500. Your $5,000 gift matched with $5,000 and so on. We can take some big bites out of this in a hurry. Thank you for your generosity. Thanks for those stepping up with those matching funds. And thanks to you for listening to Relevant Radio, for praying for Relevant Radio, and for picking up the phone. 877-291-0123 or reach us online, relevantradio.com or the mobile app. Again, a 100% match now, going for about 45 more minutes. And then tomorrow, the pledge drive is done. And the money you give right now goes to the same spot that uh, when Drew's getting all worked up. That's kind of fun on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. But uh, we need help each and every hour between now and then. So won't you do your best? Again, our number is 877-291-0123. We're online at relevantradio.com and on the mobile app. Won't you please help us bring Christ to the world through the media? That's our mission. All we ask of you is that you answer the call. Yeah, let's take some pressure off of Drew tomorrow, huh? And get some of these. Let's get these uh, <laughs> donations rolling today. Yep, as Glenn said, we're uh, twenty three thousand dollars left before we hit one point five million, which is half of our need. We would love to do that this hour to get that done. Um, so yeah, if you have the means to do it, if the Lord may be just nudging you a little bit right now, this is a great time to uh, get on relevantradio.com. Go to the go to the mobile app. Or call 877-291-0123 and make your donation 100% matched right now. Your gift is automatically doubled when you give. We're about, yeah, we're um, coming up on 45 minutes left in this hour. 45 minutes is plenty of time to make our goal, especially if you can make a bit of a larger gift. Man, that would be fantastic. That would be um, really good if you can make a larger gift that is doubled. And, and actually, if you know, for a pledge of $1,200 or more, which is just $100 a month for the year, the special thank you gift that we have for you is an ornate wood-carved Bible or missile stand. It's a perfect way to display a Bible, a Roman missile, or another spiritual book in your home. Check it out online at relevantradio.com, and uh, it's it's really beautiful. I mean, you look at you look at the pictures of this thing, and I'm thinking, yeah, this would look really good on my desk at home. Relevantradio.com, check it out, and while you're there, Make your gift at any amount, which is automatically doubled here in this uh, pledge drive as we are heading into the middle of day four. We've got a long way to go. You can help us out. So please do. RelevantRadio.com, Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. As always, thank you. Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. It's a great show. It's focused on spiritual direction, helping you move a little bit closer to Jesus this day. That's what we like to do here on The Inner Life is to do it one day at a time, which, quite frankly, is the only way we can go about life. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. With our spiritual director, Father Ramil Fajardo from the Archdiocese of Chicago, as we are talking about the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Well, Father, um, lots of things to talk about when it comes to sacraments, of course. And one of the questions that we often get, both from um, very, you know, very good Catholics, as well as perhaps some of our Christian brothers and sisters of other traditions, is, well, where do you see this in the Scriptures? Where do you find basis for the sacrament and the anointing of the sick in the Scriptures? We've already talked about Jesus being a healer. But where is that really communicated to the rest of his church? It's, uh, it's found in the Epistle of St. James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, and it says, "Is Are any of the people sick among you? Let them let them call for the priests of the church, and let them let the, these priests pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick person, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have committed any sins, their sins will be forgiven. In fact, that is such an important component that that particular passage is integral in the celebration of the ritual. Mm-hmm. It is in there when we begin. In fact, it's, this is great. 
I anointed a parishioner this morning. Um, they're going to be going through surgery, so they asked, would you anoint me after Mass? And this passage, James 5, verses 14 and 15, are in the opening of the ritual. It anchors what we believe, that the earliest members of the church, one of the apostles said, this is what the Lord said. If any of them are sick, send for the priests, for the presbyters, mm -hmm. and the prayer of faith will save the sick person. They will be anointed, they will be prayed over. So right there in the New Testament, following our Lord's examples. Yeah. Well, okay. Fair enough. Um, but uh, pray for the pray for the sick person. They will be saved or they, they will be healed, perhaps. But I guess the question that is rolling around, I'm sure, in a lot of people's minds is, what if I'm not? What if my physical maladies are not taken away from the sacrament of the anointing of the sick? Um, yeah. Does that mean it's ineffectual or something's wrong? This is, this actually, it's a very interesting question. This is controversial in trying to explain the sacrament. Um, many people nowadays uh, want, to be, want to be anointed, all right? The, the church since 1965 have always said, you know, this is healing. It is healing. And it's true. It is. Uh, the difficulty then becomes when it's, say, used in a very, I don't want it, it sounds harsh, but maybe sometimes it could become superstitious because this is extreme unction. This is the special weapon the church has in times of sickness. Ordinary healing is done through reconciliation, confession, and Eucharist, right? Mm -hmm. Both sacraments. Yeah. This is the special weapon the church has, and it's not about guaranteeing healing. Yes, many times it can happen. Miracles, in fact, do happen. However, the greatest miracle is that a soul is converted, that a soul trusts in the Lord, that a soul is ready for the Lord. And that, mm -hmm. not, that doesn't just mean, okay, I'm, I'm ready to die. It's ready to say, I'm ready for whatever the Lord has of me. That special, um, I guess, availability and openness and vulnerability to the Lord and the Lord only. Mm. That's the that's the difficulty of trying to explain the sacraments is that these are not talismans, these are not superstitions. This is a living reality. So when our Lord when our Lord through the priest anoints a person, then it is the Lord Himself. And the prayer of faith will save the sick person. That's why that passage of Saint James, the prayer of faith will save the sick person. What does that mean? Save. The greatest gift is to be saved for everlasting life. Our physical bodies will eventually wear down. But parse the text. The prayer of faith will save the sick person. And the most important thing is reconciliation and ultimately the embrace of God himself. What happens after that? Once you're aware of, your, once you're aware of God's love for you, hey, I'm ready for anything. Yeah. It's a great point, Father. Father Romeo Fajardo is our spiritual director as we're talking about the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. If you have a question or a comment on the sacrament and would like to know more, give us a call on our studio line, which is 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Father, some question has been called in. Now, I know uh, with many of the sacraments, uh, disposition plays a, a role in terms of its efficacy. I mean, in terms of its the graces working themselves out in our lives. And what about the disposition of the anointing of the sick? Um, for instance, what if someone uh, is set to receive the anointing, but uh, but they're perhaps not in a state of grace, or they're not uh, they're not maybe they haven't been to mass in years? I mean, is are they still eligible to receive the sacrament? This is precisely why the church is struggling to redefine it as anointing of the sick, and to take away that edge that last rites has. Okay. They're, they're both good terms, right? This is the final ritual. This is the final rite, the final sacrament to be administered before a person passes. But what is that precise moment of healing? The ordinary way, like I said, Eucharist and, and confession, that's ordinary. In fact, that's continuous ongoing healing available at any time you need it. The anointing of the sick is, it's not relegated to merely the final moment before you expire, but actually as you enter into a serious illness of some sort, that is precisely the moment that one should begin getting their house in order to receive the Lord. So the current emphasis is please don't wait until a person is, um, shall we say, unconscious 
or unable to respond. Actually, if a person is really sick, say someone who is going heading into surgery, they should be made aware. Anointing of the sick is a very good thing at this point while you're conscious, while you can dialogue with a priest, and to and we always offer confession ahead of time. We want a person to consciously make an effort to receive our Lord. So, you know, how is a person? If a person's unconscious and we've rushed there as quickly as we could and it's really very serious, we anoint. Um, the best is not to wait until they're unconscious, to give them the opportunity to say a few words. And my pastoral practice is to always say, well, you know, would you like to go to confession ahead of time? And even if a person is unable to speak, they're still conscious, but so weak, so unable to speak, one of the things that we were told is to very gently just say to them, this is Father Emil. I'm from the cathedral. Your family asked that we come to visit with you, to anoint you with the oil of healing and peace. Um, if you're, Please think about anything that you're sorry for that may have offended our Lord. Think about it right now while, I, while we pray, and then I will anoint you, right? So... Mm -hmm. Given their circumstances, the, the sense of hearing is the very last thing to go. We know that. Right. So yeah. even if a person were in that final, you know, dire moment, they can still hear. You can see their eyes blinking. You can say, at least, you know, you're sorry for your sins, right? You know, you've, you're, we don't want to offend God. Just say that you're sorry in your heart and in your mind and let me anoint you. And yeah. that efficacy is right there because it's the sacrament. Yeah, yeah. And Father, many people are um, are aware of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. It seems to be it seems to run through the Catholic bloodstream to, in a sense, mm -hmm. even if it's a little misguided. Maybe it is uh, the thought of well, you got to get this in right before you die or something like that. And uh, right. I appreciate your encouragement to say, don't wait, don't wait until then. Um, but uh, what if somebody isn't waiting until then? Maybe they have the opportunity to receive the anointing of the sick and they're fully aware and conscious, but maybe they're in a uh, how can I put this tenderly? So, you know, they're in a, a state of unrepentant sin or they're in a state of life. Perhaps they're um, living with a, another person in a sexual way without being married to them or something like that. Mm -hmm. what, what then? What happens at that point? Wow. Really tough pastoral questions. Really yeah. tough pastoral questions. Uh, while there is still time, there's always time to repent. The sacraments are not held over anyone's heads. All right, but we do call for a conversion to clean the slate and to encourage them to reconcile with our Lord. Yeah. Our Lord is the church, right? It's from his pure side that the church emerges and empowered through the Holy Spirit, given life by our Lord. So it's about reconciling with the Lord. Sins offend the Lord. I know, I, I know for our listeners that sometimes it's very hard for priests to say it, but sin offends our Lord. And sins must be um, acknowledged. And, you know, I, I heard it once before. Where else in this world could you say, I'm guilty, and be forgiven, right? No, <laughs> you're cleansed. You're, you know, you're wiped clean. You try this in Cook County or wherever. It's like, well, I'm guilty. It's like, okay, you, you get jail term. Maybe you might get community service. But where else yeah. but full yeah. forgiveness? It's true. It's true. Well, lots more questions to cover here when it comes to the anointing of the sick with our spiritual director, Father Ramil Fajardo. So we are talking about that here on The Inner Life today, as always, seeking to give you spiritual direction. For now, though, I'm going to invite my friend and colleague Glenn back on the mic, and we're going to talk about, oh, we're getting closer, we're getting closer to that $1.5 million mark. Patrick, we are indeed getting much closer, and we are thanks to folks like uh, an anonymous gift from Arroyo Grande, California, for one thousand. Oh yeah! All right, we started this hour about uh, twenty-five thousand short of one and a half million dollars, putting us at the halfway mark financially, and uh, we've uh, taken in pledges totaling a little over seven thousand dollars here, so about nineteen thousand left to go. Uh, you know, math off just a little bit there, but uh, looking for 19000 more. In the next 33 minutes, everything is matched 100%, so that'll help it go a little faster. Have you given yet this week? Thanks for joining us. It's Thursday, the second to last day of the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive, inviting you to answer the call, help us wipe out that need to keep going strong for three more months. By five tomorrow afternoon, that's at $3 million, so we're just about... Halfway there, let's get to that exact halfway spot before lunchtime today. That would be fun. 
33 minutes left to go, 100% match now. You can pledge online, get your funds matched at relevantradio.com or on the mobile app or on the phone at 877 A lot of great thank you gifts are waiting out there for you when you give in a variety of giving levels. A lot of folks uh, enjoying picking up that Immaculate Heart of Mary image in etched glass. Just beautiful mm-hmm. yours for a gift of $50 a month for the year, 600 for the year there. And you can look at that and the others online, relevantradio.com. Give and earn them there or however you get a hold of us. The phone to mm-hmm. 877-291-0123. Patrick, everything matched 100%. I know. What a gift that is as well. That uh, you're your money, your donation is automatically doubled. My thanks to Anonymous from Gilbert, Arizona, also giving a $1,200 gift. That's $100 a month. Great gift. Thank you for that. And that ornate <laughs> that ornate woodcard Bible or missile stand is headed your way, Anonymous. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, we've got Anonymous from New Albany, Canada. Some of our Canadian friends and listeners getting into the mix here, too. Uh, thank you so much for your gift. Yeah, oh, Canada, that's right, as a new donor as well. So thank you for that. We've got uh, donors coming in from New Markets for Relevant Radio. Suha from West Bloomfield, Michigan, thank you for your $100 gift. Deborah from Garrett, Indiana, for your $103 gift, also a new donor. And Michael from Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin, giving online $100 as a new donor as well. So grateful for all the support that we're receiving. We've got $19,000 to go to get to that halfway point, to to that $1.5 million point, which is halfway to our our total need, which is $3 million. We've got, we got time to do it. We can do it. we got half an hour left here in the hour, and we can get those $19,000 in through your generosity. If you can give a larger gift, this is a great time to do it because all donations are given are doubled uh, right there, right now. Ways to give, RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or by calling 877-291-0123. You're vital to our mission to bring Christ to the world through the media. The Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive continues. Answer the call. And we're back on The Inner Life. My name is Patrick Conley. Thanks for joining me and our spiritual director, Father Ramil Fajardo, today, especially during our summer pledge drive when we're asking you to answer the call. Well, we've got, uh, what, 27 minutes and some change left here in the hour, and we are now $18,000 away from meeting our halfway point of our total need of $3 million. If you can give, give right now, because this is a great time to give, because your dollars are matched dollar for dollar, one-to-one, and especially if you can give at the $1,200 level or more, you'll have a great ornate wood-carved Bible or missile stand coming your way, and you'll support well and a gift of any amount uh, the work we do here at Relevant Radio. Well, Father Fajardo, as we get back into the anointing of the sick, um, a question that always comes up is, who can receive this sacrament? So who is this sacrament for? Now, I'll be honest, I woke up with a little bit of a scratchy throat today, but I did not call my pastor right away and say, uh, Father, I need to be anointed. But I don't know, maybe I should have. Who can receive the sacrament, Father? The, the Church always understands it as one who is aware of an illness, and it should be a serious illness. In other words, keeping in mind what I said earlier about the ordinary means of healing, which would be confession and Eucharist, this one concerns an illness of some sort, which means that it's not ordinary. It is extraordinary. There's a, this is, again, another area that is under discussion in the church among priests and pastors about what exactly is this illness. Uh, old age, possibly. Uh, someone who is uh, psychologically um, challenged in the sense of they've got problems and that they're struggling with internal uh, mental problems that they're struggling with uh, depression addictions things like that yeah. people okay. have presented themselves for that as well mm-hmm. um you know bottom line it is not ordinary it is not ordinary the the usual struggles are taken care of by other sacraments but this is an area where something extraordinary is taking place it doesn't need to be grave that's why it always seems to be the extreme unction, the last rites. That's the grave, extreme part. But what about the ordinary, but now merging, uh, verging into a little more concerning circumstances of life, such as okay. old age, things like that. Okay. All right. Well, that helps. And, 
Here's something i just curious about, too. Um, what about, uh, you, you mentioned Jesus, for example, healing the man with the withered hand earlier. What about people maybe have some sort of physical deformity or something like that? Is that a call for the anointing of the sick, or is that more, you know, the regular elements of healing? Or what, what about a person in that sort of situation? Interesting pastoral question. Um, I would probably say that a priest should speak with a person um, and just gauge what their needs are, what their situation may be. So, for example, a man born blind, right? right. Um, yeah. We see that in the scripture. He presented himself and asked for the ask for um, ask for anointing, or you know, do, does a person request anointing? Again, ordinary versus extraordinary verging. That's a really tough question to answer. It, when in doubt, I would always gauge how they're responding to the situation in their life. And the struggle is real. And therefore, I could see, I could see someone being anointed. Sure. Okay. Right? The struggle is right. real. Um, yeah. Another thing is uh, a veteran who maybe have lost a limb. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Right? And Father, I, I'm really struggling with this. Uh, it's like I'm not whole anymore. There is a struggle there. Sure, yeah. anoint. There, there's a struggle, and it's not ordinary. It's, it's now extraordinary. So, sure, there's, there's a circumstance where the church would say, if they're asking, sure. Why would they be denied? Sure. Okay. Very good. And, uh, well, if you have a story about an anointing of the sick, uh, something that you witnessed, something that you yourself received, and how it bore fruit in your spiritual life, or if you have a question, like all these, I, I'm getting down in there with the questions with you, Father, right now. But if you have a question <laughs> for Father as well, uh, give us a call in our studio line, which is 888-914-9149, or send us an email, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. Well, another question that frequently comes up, Father, so we should probably cover it here on the show, is... How often? I mean, um, yeah, so uh, I have loved ones who are in hospitals or nursing homes or something like that. Um, perhaps it's a hospice situation. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. someone someone is in hospice, they're nearing the end of their life. Perhaps they received the anointing um, already, but then you see a decline in their health. Um, can we call the priest again or should we call the priest again? Someone should be anointed once in the in a particular illness. So let's just say somebody is suffering from cancer and okay. they go to the hospital. They are they are admitted and they're being treated. Anoint. Absolutely. Father, I'd like to be anointed. Absolutely. A couple of days later, all of a sudden it takes a turn for the worst. They want to see a priest. Prudential judgment, it's moving it's moving in a very serious direction. Prudential judgment of the priest, yes, you could, they could be anointed again. But okay. remember what I said earlier, the anointing of the sick is not a talisman, it's not a superstition. It is healing. And if a person takes a turn for the worst, then in the same exact illness, sure, they should be anointed, mm -hmm. right? But um, just because somebody is in the hospital and like, well, I was anointed a week ago. Well, have there been any changes? In fact, has there been any improvement? You know, the anointing does cover that that period of stability. It's when it takes a turn for the worse that a priest's prudential judgment would run over there and take care of that for them. Okay, okay. Father Emil Fajardo is clearing things up for us, or for me at least, and hopefully for you yeah. as well as we're talking about the sacrament of the anointing of the sick on the show today. If you have a story or question about the sacrament, Give us a call, 888-914-9149, again, 888-914-9149, or send us an email at innerlife at relevantradio.com. As you know, it's our summer pledge drive, and uh, during our pledge drives is an especial time where we take a look at some of the great things that God has done through the work and ministry of Relevant Radio. So here is our next miracle moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another Relevant Radio miracle moment. Oh, so you yourself have left the Catholic Church? Yes, I had left it okay. uh, a while back ago, and it's only been about okay. two years now that I've come back. Again, I'm learning, and um, I'm realizing, actually, in listening to your show, how much I did not know about being a Catholic when I left mm. it. And because of that is why, in listening to you, which has helped me tremendously, I have come back into going back to the Catholic Church. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. 
Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today. Just one call is all we ask today, the second to last day of the Relevant Radio Answer the Call Pledge Drive. Pick up the phone at 877-291-0123, please, or go online, relevantradio.com, or the mobile app. Great ways to give, safe, secure, quick, and easy. More and more folks give electronically each and every time. And you know, if you do, you can learn more about angels. How does that work? Well, everyone who gives electronically gets a free MP3 download of a Patrick Madrid talk on angels. There, we're uh, feeding you, feeding your spirit day in and day out here at Relevant Radio. It's what we do as we work together to build the kingdom for Christ, bringing Christ to the world through the media. That's our mission statement at Relevant Radio. And uh, what a great endeavor we get to be on with you. We get to work on this together. We're called as Christians to spread the good news, to lift others up, to love one another. Relevant Radio encouraging you to do that. There's plenty of bad stuff on the radio. Plenty of political talk that'll get you riled up. Won't necessarily encourage you to love your neighbor. Same thing with sports talk as we're heading into football season. That's going to get you riled up a little bit. Music that doesn't glorify the Lord. You can find that on the radio. Relevant Radio here to speak of the good, the true, and the beautiful. To be with you day in and day out. To give you that spiritual direction here on The Inner Life and so much more. Can you help us to wipe out that need to keep going for three more months? 5 p.m. tomorrow. It's all over. So today, great time to get a hold of us. 17 minutes left to go in a 100% match for each and every gift. Can you do that right now? And uh, we don't have too far to go to get to that $1.5 million mark. It looks like about 18000 more. Please be generous. Thank you so much. 877-291-0123. Patrick, or online at RelevantRadio.com. Yeah, Glenn, you talked about that talk from Patrick Madrid on angels. And if you were listening to the show yesterday, I said I hadn't yet listened to it. Well, guess what? I listened to it over the course of the morning to this morning and uh, and over the course of the morning. It's about 15 minutes, so it doesn't take very long. But, man, you just want to stop and pause along the way and say, wait a minute, I need to take this in. There's so much packed into that. It's a free MP3 that's given to any, any online giver. So any, if you give at RelevantRadio.com or through the Relevant Radio app, You'll be receiving that link to that MP3 by Patrick Madrid on Angels. 15 minutes, and I'll bet you learned something. I sure did. Oh, my goodness. It was so packed with stuff. You can give online, again, RelevantRadio.com or through the Relevant Radio app, just like Anonymous from Placitas, New Mexico, giving a $100 gift there. Mel from Phoenix, Arizona, with his $15 gift. Anonymous from Prior Lake, Minnesota, a second gift, and this time online at the in the amount of $205. Anonymous from Los Angeles, California, at the $246. Gregory from Biloxi, Mississippi, $400. Thank you. Thank you all. Remember, this hour, dollar for dollar, your, your donation is matched. So please give RelevantRadio.com through the Relevant Radio app or, of course, by calling 877-291-0123. Thank you so much for your generosity. And welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio. My name is Patrick Conley. My thanks to Nick Sentovich, our producer, and Thomas Engeser taking your phone calls. And to our spiritual director, Father Ramil Fajardo, as we're talking about the anointing of the sick. Got a question about the sacrament? Give us a call at 888-914-9149, and we'll try to get you on the air here with Father Ramil and uh, get your questions answered. Um, John, actually, is calling in from Las Vegas, Nevada with a question. John, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Great. Thanks very much. Hello. Um, I was wondering, if um, is the anointing of the sick ever available for somebody who is going to be executed? Um, I, I, I thought that that was not the case, but... I, I did read one time that Timothy McVeigh may have received the anointing of the sick, even though he actually didn't want to go to confession. But I, but I, I couldn't find it again later. So anyway, I was just kind of wondering what the circumstances were for what, what, the, what was appropriate under those circumstances. Good morning. Um, difficult question, uh, but the answer is it just has to be said. The anointing of the sick uh, can be found anchored in two documents. So, for example, in Canon 1004, it says, paragraph 1, the anointing of the sick can be administered to a member of the faithful who, having reached the use, having reached the use of reason, begins to be in danger due to sickness or old age. 
uh, uh, number 1514 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the anointing of the sick is not a sacrament for those only who are at the point of death. Hence, as soon as anyone of the faithful begins to be in danger of death, from sickness or old age, the fitting time for him to receive the sacrament has certainly already arrived. Okay, so what are the common points then? It's danger of death, sick, and old age. It it would go to reason that execution or would be excluded from that, and the traditional teaching of the Church has always been a person on death row leading to execution does not receive the anointing of the sick. Okay, I also know that story from 2001 about Timothy McVeigh, and um, not quite sure what the, what the circumstances were behind closed doors. It could have been a confession, a, a request for forgiveness of sins, and viaticum, final com- communion, but the Church could not see that in that moment that was not a circumstance for anointing the sick as we understand it, because he wasn't sick in the sense of old age or a disease. And again, the ordinary healing was integral confession and receiving a viaticum communion to, to seal that reconciliation. See, it's, it's a tough call because you want to say mercy, but the ultimate mercy is reconciliation. How that reconciliation takes place is defined by one way or the other. And anointing of the sick is really reserved for those who are dealing with something extrinsic to themselves. Nobody calls for disease. And old age is just a natural path for all of us. That's where the church sees the uh, extraordinary sacrament in the sense of the moment of time, the sacrament of the sick, the anointing of the sick, the last rites. So... Mm-hmm. In that sense, the uh, I'm looking at the article myself. I had to look for that real quick, but it's it only says that he received a sacrament for dying, and it doesn't indicate did he receive anointing. Um, that's between him and the chaplain in that moment. But I would say the ordinary way of full reconciliation, full healing of the soul, would have been confession and, and viaticum. Mm. Great question, John, and great answer to Father Ramil. Um, and it, just very interesting things that I had not contemplated before. So I appreciate your question, John. Thanks for calling in. Let's go now to Cynthia calling in from San Marcos, Texas. Cynthia, good morning to you. Thanks for calling The Inner Life. Good morning, my friends. Um, I just wanted to thank you, uh, Father Emil, for the remark you said about um, people with addictions and alcoholism being able to, uh, to receive the anointing of the sick. Um, myself, I was at it for 50 years, and we have so much shame and guilt. It's, we would tend to think that, wow, this is my own fault. Why would I think that I'm, I'm deserving to go get that anointing that is so important and for the, the sickest and the dying? Of course, uh, I know now that uh, addiction is certainly uh, a very it can be such a grave sickness and such an illness. So I just want to encourage everybody out there that has family members that, uh, that are suffered with addiction, alcoholism, mental health issues, take them, get them anointed, uh, as often. And how often can we do that father? Because I'm healed, I'm healed. And that there's so many people that reach out sometime and say, Hey, do you know a priest where I could take my friend? He hasn't, um, been to confession in 20 years and he's got this addiction and so i just want to encourage our priests also and um this is why i'm a monthly giver to relevant radio because of this beautiful encouragement uh that relevant radio gives to so many people that are suffering and that's all i wanted to say thank you really thank you thank you cynthia that's a beautiful testimony i i want to explore that question a tiny bit in the sense of the prudential judgment should always be bring your concerns to the priest. If we remember that in the sacrament of holy orders, there's only one priest, and that's Jesus Christ. And Jesus has brought to himself apostles, presbyters, the priests, and the deacons, right? All three orders, all three grades of of holy orders are Jesus Christ. So when Christ calls us to healing, as St. James said, bring them to the priests of the church and let the priests pray over them. So for those who are struggling with addiction, for example, go to your pastor, 
Find your pastor, your associate pastor, a friendly priest who will not just use the sacrament of anointing, but will actually read Jesus in the sense of talking to you, giving you words of healing, and giving you perhaps a plan to combat addictions or contacts to help you uh, really struggle with it. Because, as I've said very carefully, we, we, we shouldn't use the sacraments as a talisman. All right. Our Lord instituted the sacraments for our salvation because he knows that as weak human beings, we're going to fall again, no doubt. So when it comes to something like addictions, I like to think of the uh, anointing of the sick, and I don't know if this is an appropriate thing. I, I'm sure I, I'd be corrected, but I always look at it as something like extraordinary, like, say, chemotherapy. And mm. chemotherapy is just you're blasted to fight that cancer. And then, God willing, if you're healed of the cancer, then you are placed on a regimen of medication, but not the chemotherapy. That's so extreme to to fight off that cancer that's a very aggressive cancer but the normal way is you know good habits of living and taking the medication that is to maintain your health so using that medical analogy i look at the uh, sacrament of the anointing of the sick as chemotherapy so your friend who cynthia who needs to go see a priest absolutely ask for the anointing of the sick and then remind remind him the priest has a special obligation to speak with him be jesus for him healing words and the other sacraments and then place him in the midst of the church that they may be prayed for by the whole community miracles happen all the time for that reason right mm -hmm. so i hope it's i hope i'm trying to i'm trying to be clear that the anointing of the sick is a norm it is a sacrament but it's got a special place that has to be understood because we have so many other ways of being church and receiving healing ordinarily at any moment very good, Cynthia. Thank you for that. And Father, thank you for the response again. We've only got about a half a minute here before we ask for your blessing. But um, I do I do want to ask, so um, what about, I, I know the priest or, of course, the bishop are, are the ministers of this sacrament, um, but what about somebody, a, a deacon or even as a lay person, any advice as to what we can and should be doing while we're awaiting perhaps a priest to administer the anointing of the sick? Right. The Ministers of the anointing of the sick are presbyters and the bishops. So in other words, the orders, the, the, the two orders and the deacons can bring communion. They can bring consolation. They have a ministry of preaching and service. And part of that service is the, the, uh, the uh, spiritual works of mercy to go and comfort someone who's in the hospital. They, they don't anoint, but what you can do is... A deacon can still exercise Jesus' presence. They can still yeah. be the, the voice of our Lord, right? Yeah. So pray as well as a family. When, when my own father died, I was present, and I, I prayed with him. We prayed the rosary, and I anointed him at the beginning of his, of his uh, sickness, and it was tough. But mm. point is, Jesus always in, our foref in the forefront. Amen. Father Emil, only got a few seconds left here, but we still have time enough for a blessing, if you would, please. All right. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Almighty God, we ask you to bless your people gathered here today. Help us always to hope in you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. RelevantRadio.com slash inner life to hear the show or any portion of it again. Great spiritual direction for you right here. Nowhere else on the dial. Relevant Radio has got it. Thanks to your generous support. Answer the call. Our pledge drive rolling on. Second to last day. It's all done tomorrow. So tonight, today, this afternoon, right now, great time to get around to it. So often doing the right things, a matter of just getting around to it. Can you get around to it? My, my fellow procrastinators, I know what it's like to think, yeah, I'll give... During the blood drive, Monday, and it's Tuesday and Wednesday, and look, it's Thursday. You've got you've got four days to wait, so it might be okay. <laughs> and you can be like great folks checking in from Hugo, Minnesota, New London, Wisconsin, Ashland, Wisconsin, Denver, Colorado, and Norwalk, California, all taking just a moment to give to Relevant Radio. You're in great company. You're not alone in wanting to learn more about your faith, practice your faith, to be a better Catholic, to be able to learn enough to share your faith. You're not alone in 
any of those things or just in plain old troubled times. You're not alone. Relevant Radio wants to pray for your needs as well as try and address them through the programming here. It all works together in our electronic parish. Thanks to your generous support. We're at 877-291-0123. Coming up on noon central time, we'd love to get over that halfway point at $1.5 million. We've got about fifteen grand left to go here. So we're talking maybe a couple big gifts. That'd be all right. 877-291-0123. Got to get to $3 million by 5 tomorrow afternoon. Everything matched right now, so it really is a good time to give a 100% match at 877-291-0123. Help us to build up the kingdom. Help us to do the good work that we're called to do. Help us to do it with you. Thank you for being generous. 877-291-0123. Online, RelevantRadio.com. Yeah, and that's uh, we are getting close to the top of the hour here, which is halfway through day four of our pledge ram. As Glenn said, we've only got a day and a half left come noon, which is only a few minutes away, noon central. So um, we are we are needing your help now. This is a good time to give. And again, perhaps the Holy Spirit has laid it upon your heart to give uh, to give generously, sacrificially to give uh, one of those larger gifts. We can help us meet that one point five million dollar mark by noon. I, I'm confident we can still do it. We need about fourteen thousand dollars yet to go in just under three minutes. But you know what? There may be somebody out there who can give that amount or who can give $10,000 or can give $5,000. This would be a great time to do it because every dollar is matched. Dollar for dollar, it is automatically doubled. You can give at RelevantRadio.com, online on the Relevant Radio app, or by calling 877-291-0123. But what if you say, I can't make that big of a gift? Well, you know, we are grateful for every amount that's given. I think I saw in the in the screen here, I think we saw we had a $6 gift from someone not too long ago. Thank you. Thank you so much for your $6 gift, which automatically becomes 12 Let me just say, though, that a $6,000 gift also immediately becomes $12,000. So we are grateful for any amount that you can give. We thank uh, Anonymous in Long Prairie, Minnesota, Anonymous from Withy, Wisconsin, that's just down the street from me. Thank you for your generous gift from Norwalk, California, from Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, from, yeah, we've got, wow, Midwest is showing up well here. We've got a lot of donors from Wisconsin and Minnesota and rest of the country. Feel free to join in. We also had a Canadian donor early, earlier in the hour. Um, we are grateful for wherever they come from to keep Relevant Radio on the air and to keep the inner life going, you know, as we are at this place where we are sharing uh, spiritual direction with those who could use it and who couldn't use a little bit of spiritual direction as they're flipping around the radio dial. As Glenn said earlier, you know, there's a lot of things that can get you wound up and riled up and ready to go and in a fighting mood. Spiritual direction is meant to deepen your relationship with Jesus. What could be better to invest in than that? Give us a gift now at RelevantRadio.com through the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123. And Glenn, there's a lot of great things that they can receive as premium gifts and especially this uh, talk on angels from Patrick Madrid for an online gift. Yeah, any online gift, Patrick, any online gift at all, whatever the size, uh, you automatically get a free MP3 download, uh, Patrick Madrid's talk on angels. Uh, It's just one of the ways we want to say thank you in addition to staying on the air for three more months here at Relevant Radio. And Patrick, I was wondering about that. That $6 gift came from Roswell, New Mexico. So that might have been $6 in Martian money, which might have been quite a lot on Mars because there's <laughs> a lot of red rocks and stuff up there. And it might have been worth quite a lot. So, you know, uh, I'm not sure what the exchange rate is, but we're happy to take each and every gift. It's it's doubled, basically. It's a 100% match. Martian money or good old uh, American. All right. We are happy to have that from you as well. 877-291-0123. Thank you so very much for your generosity here. We're going to hand things off with Mass coming up next. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving. Thanks for being generous. Thank you.